Uh, when I was at high school, I won a couple of tickets to a rugby league game uh, to see the Warriors. And when I got the tickets, I, I remember thinking to myself, this is, this is a bit too good to be true. Uh, I was nervous the whole time on the way to the ground, wondering if the tickets were in fact legitimate. Uh, it seemed all too straightforward. And maybe you've been in a, in a similar sort of situation before, where you've won tickets to something or you've, or you've bought tickets online secondhand, uh, and you're hoping that it's not some sort of elaborate scam where you end up being turned away. Uh, and the worrying thing is you, you don't know until you, you get there. Well, thankfully I got in, uh, but uncertainty can cause all sorts of problems in life. And one area where a number of people have uncertainty is when it comes to forgiveness. When someone has been wronged in any kind of relationship, there are often feelings of, of uncertainty around forgiveness. For Christians, that uncertainty about forgiveness sometimes extends to our relationship with God. Some of us go through life like we've got this ticket to heaven, but if we're honest, we're not really sure if we'll get in. We're not quite sure if we'll be forgiven for the way that we've lived. Perhaps we think of, of some of the, the lowest moments in our lives, uh, things that we'd be ashamed for others to know about, and we wonder if they really are forgivable. For others, uh, it's, it's our sense of constant failure, our sin that, that causes us to be uncertain about whether God will forgive us. We're hopeful, but very worried whether we'll be among those forgiven by God in heaven, and we won't know for certain until we get there. Our theme for our Easter services this year is forgiveness, full and free. Forgiveness, full and free. And this morning as we look at some of Jesus' words, I hope we can be confident about being fully and freely forgiven by God. And all we're going to think about are those first words of Jesus on the cross. Uh, it's there in verse 34 of chapter 23. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And there are two shocking things that I want to point out, and then we'll think a bit more on, on what they mean for us. Firstly, Jesus' claim that they do not know what they are doing. Because I'm sure as we... As we've read through the Gospel of Luke this morning, you will have noticed that many of these people knew exactly what they were doing. The guards who mocked and beat Jesus, the elders and the, the chief priests and the teachers of the law who asked for the truth about who Jesus was but refused to believe it. The assembly who took Jesus before this, this powerful guy Pontius Pilate and made up false charges against Jesus. Then there was Pilate and, and Herod, these also powerful leaders who, who found nothing against Jesus, but they wouldn't free him. There was the crowds who, who demanded that he be crucified despite his innocence. These people were calculated and cruel and they all played a part in him being crucified. And against this backdrop, as Jesus hangs on the cross, he utters these words. They do not know what they are doing. How can Jesus say that? Well, I don't think he's excusing their behaviour for a moment. I think what he's saying is that all of these people had no idea 
how wrong they had got it. They didn't realize the significance of, of just how wicked a thing they were doing. And they didn't realize the significance of who they were doing it to. And in that sense, uh, these words describe what so many of us do today. We don't realize how, long, how wrong we've got it when we, uh, like sheep, go astray and when we turn away from God. And we do it in a, a number of different ways, don't we? Occasionally it's, it's unintentional as we give in to temptation to sin without even realizing it. At other times it's uh, calculated and it's deliberate. We ignore God so that we can do things our way. We don't realize the extent to which we are wronging God. If we did realize it, then maybe we would be quicker to ask for forgiveness and to do whatever it takes to find it. But these are people who, who couldn't comprehend that they were killing God's own son and couldn't comprehend the, the eternal consequences of what they were facing. Now this leads to the, the second thing that shocks us from this verse. Jesus' prayer, Father, forgive them. On one hand, it's a wonderful lesson for us in terms of how to respond when we're wronged by someone. We, we pray for them. But how can Jesus pray for forgiveness for his soon-to-be murderers? The idea of praying for people uh, we don't click with in life is, is hard enough, but praying for someone who's wronged us, is, it just seems outrageous. And notice he's not praying for revenge. He asks for God to forgive those who are about to murder him and all those who've been complicit in his death. Some of these people in that moment were casting lots, playing games of chance to decide who would end up with Jesus' clothing. Others yell out mockingly, telling him to save himself. It's shocking that, that Jesus wants forgiveness for them. There's two shocking things in this verse. But herein lies the, the beauty of Easter. Because just as Jesus prays to God to forgive these people who have wronged him, we know that his death was making forgiveness possible. Forgiveness is important to Jesus and forgiveness should be important to us as well. Uh, we can give ourselves to many things in this life to our careers, our, our studies, to achieving great things in the arts or on the sports field. Uh, we can give ourselves to relationships, uh, to gaining money, positions, to building up that property portfolio, uh, to trying to maintain our, our looks or to improve our physique. But the one thing that we need, that we all need for eternity more than anything else is forgiveness from God. We need to know that we are forgiven. And that is something that Jesus offers us this morning. Uh, I mentioned the uncertainty we sometimes feel about forgiveness. How do I know I'm forgiven? Uh, Jesus doesn't just pray for these people. He's willing to die for them. He was willing to die for people like you and I. How do we know we're forgiven? Because Jesus' love for us means that he doesn't leave it up to us to earn his forgiveness. He earns it for us. It's forgiveness full and free. Full in that Jesus' death covers all of our sin, past, present and future. Uh, the Bible tells us 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sin from us. Uh, and it's interesting he uses east and west and not north and south. Uh, if you travel north from, from anywhere in the world, I think you'll eventually end up traveling south because you, you get to the North Pole and from that point you're heading south. But if you keep traveling east, I think east is that way, you keep going, you never end up traveling west. And in that sense, the east is even further from the west than we might imagine. And that says something of the distance between us and our sin once we have been forgiven by God. That's the fullness of forgiveness that Jesus wins for us. And it's also free in that we don't have to earn it. Uh, Jesus earns it for us. It's, it's not about how hard we try or, or how much we're able to do to make up for all the, the wrong that we've done in the past. Many of us uh, have had to ask others for forgiveness in the past and, and there's something very humbling about that. But we never know what response we'll get. And at times we'll have had to earn people's forgiveness by, by doing all the right things for a lengthy period of time. And even then we're not sure. The forgiveness that Jesus offers us isn't like that. Jesus pays for our sin with his life and all we have to do is trust him. So let me ask you this morning, have you been forgiven by God? Are you confident of his forgiveness? If, you, if you're someone who, who trusts Jesus, then, then you are forgiven. And there is nothing in this world that gives us peace like being forgiven by God. But if you don't know what it is to be forgiven by God, why not start today by asking him to forgive you? Trust that Jesus was there on that cross on that first Good Friday for your sin. If that's you, uh, we have a couple of um, things you could you could grab at the end of the service on your way out. Uh, there's, there are some pamphlets uh, in, in the foyer which explain a little bit about the, the Christian message in a very simple way. Uh, or if you want to know more about Christianity and what Christians believe, uh, there's a free book you can also grab on your way out. Uh, it's an excellent book called The World Next Door. Uh, and I re recommend uh, both of those things. Or if you'd like to, to talk to someone, uh, I myself or, or someone from the prayer ministry team would be happy to chat more with you. Uh, as we close, I just thought I'd read this poem by a man named John Newton, a man who knew the depths of the forgiveness that uh, God offered him. It's called Father, Forgive Them, written in response to this verse that we've been looking at. And the reason I'm going to read it is I think it helps us move from uncertainty about our forgiveness to being thankful for what Jesus has done for us, despite all that we have done to him. So let me read it. Father, forgive, the Saviour said. They know not what they do. His heart was moved when thus he prayed for me, my friends, and you. He saw that as the Jews abused and crucified his flesh, so he by us would be refused and crucified afresh. Through love of sin, we long were prone to act as Satan bid. But now with grief and shame we own, we knew not what we did. We knew not the desert, the desert of sin, nor whom we thus defied, nor where our guilty souls had been if Jesus had not died. We knew not 
what a law we broke, how holy, just and pure. Nor what a God we durst provoke, but thought ourselves secure. But Jesus all our guilt foresaw and shed his precious blood to satisfy the holy law and make our peace with God. My sin, dear Saviour, made thee bleed, yet didst thou pray for me. I knew not what I did indeed when ignorant of thee. Let's pray now. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the forgiveness that you have won for us and that you offer us through Jesus. And we ask for your forgiveness for our ignorance, for the ways that we've gone against you uh, willingly often. Father, please would you help us to trust Jesus and to have confidence of the forgiveness that we now have. In his name we pray. Amen.